This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Glam Mirror. Hi, I'm Dr. Tabitha Mir, and you are joining me for Glam Mirror. I am a cosmetic dermatologist here to uplift, inspire, educate, and talk about all things beauty from the skin to the soul. This is Glam Mirror. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Glam Mirror. And I'm so excited about today's guest. It's Ross Matthews. Hi. Oh my God. Ross came into my life as Ross the intern. Oh yeah, on oh Leno. Oh my God. Do you I know was, that started back in 2001? I didn't realize. Yeah. But you know what? I was so in love with you. I'm like, here's this guy that has all this energy and he has an answer for everything. <laughs> yeah, an opinion on everything. And it's funny because my dad used to say that about me. You have an answer for everything. Yeah. And <laughs> I love that. You were so endearing and fun. Money and your career just took off from there. It started, I mean, I was it was really authentic. I was really getting like coffee and mail for people in the morning. And uh-huh. I did that for like three months, but on the morning one day, and then that afternoon, they said, do you want to go with George Clooney to cover a premiere? Because they thought it was funny. And so I said, okay. You're just like, okay, I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I'll figure it out. And before that aired, I had another one booked. And before that aired, they said, do you want to go to Salt Lake City and cover the Olympics in 2002? And I was like, yeah. So I, I did that. And like, uh, so I worked on that show until the very end of that show. Show. Did you ever see any of this coming? Is it just that you had such an authentically personality that was so open and funny that they were able to just put you out there and see what you did? I think I was the only one who saw it coming. I always knew this is exactly yeah. what I would be doing. Good for you. I, I was sitting, um, actually I was in, I, I live in LA and I have a place in Palm Springs and I was on my a little like noodle just this past weekend and we were listening to music and, I, and I, my best friend was there, my partner there, my dogs were walking around and I had this moment of like, and because I, I turned 37 this weekend and <gasps> I had this it. moment thinking like, I totally knew. Like, yes. this is exactly what I knew oh. my life would be like when I was seven years old. And here I am at 37, and it's exactly what I knew it would be. See, that's pretty amazing, because I definitely think that people who have that belief and keep that out there and keep it going, all of a sudden they have it. And the the nice thing to hear is that you actually appreciate it. Oh, girl. Let and me tell you, moment. overwhelmed with gratitude. Yeah. I mean, listen, it's a lot of work. It has been a lot oh, yeah. of work and a lot of like um, uh, emotionally tough because mm-hmm. it's personal when you are yeah. the product and you're yeah. the creator. It's very personal um, and tough, but uh, it's the only thing I know how to do. Once yeah. this goes away, I mean, I don't know. I'm it saving every away. penny so I can just move to some state where you can, you know, like you always see on House Hunters, you can buy a house for like a dollar fifty. Yeah, that's my plan, with and the, I'll just a I'll horse ho- ranch in the yes, back. And I'll, like... I'll host Good Morning Boise, and I'll have the best <laughs> life ever. I think that's really important to hear because you know I remember you like for me when I remember like the Rossi intern. I remember thinking this guy you can put him anywhere. He, he you never seem to get nervous. Mm-mm. I mean, and when you were nervous, you let people see that you were nervous. Yeah, that's You're the like, trick is just to be authentic. Yeah. You know, I think I think we've all seen like hosts sort of like yeah. always faking the funk, whether yeah. it's faking the knowledge of who they're talking to yeah. or um, faking being excited or faking 
not being excited yeah. or just, taking themselves too seriously girl, it's just so like humdrum boring yeah. I just think authentic works if you look in the camera and treat it like a friend like mm-hmm. you would and just say oh my god I'm dying I can't believe I'm moving then that's just that resonates see that's really good treat it like a friend yeah because there's something so like a lot of times like because when I got into this I'm a doctor so I'm not like I wasn't media trained right mm-hmm. all of a sudden I'm thrust in front of a camera and it was really I remember there was this one moment where it was my first scene and the camera's pointing at me and like I completely went completely numb Mm, for it's good. weird. It's intimidating, right? And then I had like I had to snap out of it. Like well, and that's never happened to me before. You have a different relationship with the camera mm-hmm. when you're a reality star or when you're an actress yeah. to when you're a host. When, yeah. And I don't know how to do the other ones. You know, right. I was on I was Chris on Days of Our Lives forever. Know, and after every <laughs> line, I'd want to turn to the camera and be like, "Hi, hey, remember hey, when I said that?" that? <laughs> I was like, "You can't do that." Right. So, so the only thing I'm good at is hosting because yeah. I I just I picture my best friend or my nana or somebody behind that lens and I just talk to them. You kind of like are the I think the definition of how to be natural in front of the camera because Thanks. you are authentic yourself and I think that's what resonates. I just want to like talk about how many things you're doing right now. First of all, happy birthday. Thank you very much. I uh, You had yours on the 24th. 24th, Libra, first day. You're what? In 29th. A- <gasps> hey! So we're birthday to both of us. I'm, yes. I'm about to be turning another year older so on that's the 29th. Right. So happy birthday. I wanted thank to say you. that. You too. But when I was, thank you, when I was looking at everything you were doing, I'm like, you're doing Hollywood Live. Yeah, Hollywood you're Today doing, Live. Yeah, you're doing Live with E. Yeah, we, we yes, I do E. Um, that's the I do all the red carpets yeah. and things, all the award shows yeah. I do with them, which is my favorite. I love you. Thank I love when was it Tim Robbins gave you his Oscar to hold? Oh my god, yes, and he was I like, forgot. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, that's when I, for, when I was covering for Leno. But yeah, he gave me his Oscar to hold. I Leno, pretend to and leave. he like he's like, I'll see you later, and he walked away. And yeah, like, I love oh that you god. saw that. That's I so funny. Did, I remember that because I remember before you went into doing it that particular segment or that day, you were like, who knows, maybe I will get to touch an Oscar. You yeah. said that, and all of a sudden Tim Robbins just hands you, I'll see you later. And yeah. he walks away, and you're mm-hmm. just like, oh, uh-huh. how everyone would be reacting in that moment. Yeah. But you were able to like show it, and I'm like, oh, um, I actually forgot that that happened until right now. Yeah, well, it happened. Yeah. You touched an Oscar. Yeah. You were like given. He's like, see you later. It was the cutest thing. <laughs> but cute. like, and you're doing RuPaul. Well, I'm a judge in RuPaul's judge. Drag Race. Yeah. All Stars is airing now, season nine. I'll be back for, and um, I love doing it. I know, but I mean. And on top of it, you have your podcast. Yes. Like, Straight Talk with Ross. Everybody should download I it. I love your podcast. I love that you listen. I listen to it because I. it's like, for me, when I listen to you, I learn about like, just be yourself, be natural. Just yes. get yourself out there and just. We have a lot of young listeners on my podcast. Yeah. Podcast is a young medium. Yeah, it you know? is. And so I think it's so crucial to talk to talk to that sort of generation yeah. about loving themselves. It is not a self help podcast by any means. No. We're a little blue. We're always honest. But whenever I have celebrities on and sort of talk to them, I, I say like, what would you say to your younger self? Yeah. What would say you say to anybody who wants to sort of be where you're standing? Yeah. Because I take I take the listener in, into consideration. Yeah, and I I actually have to tell you that's why I I felt like I resonated so with it because before. Before I even started my own podcast, I wasn't like a big podcast listener. Mm. So I just went in and I did it. All I knew is I didn't want to be a mean girl. I wanted to be powerful in terms of I wanted to be an inspiration. You know, I have two nieces who I love and I don't want them thinking that all they have to do in life is be pretty and everything's going to be okay. You're pretty and you're smart. You're intelligent. You're clever. Those are the things I say to them. So I understand podcasts as a young medium because a lot of people don't know what is a podcast. I don't understand where what station are you on? And you were doing that. And I'm like, see somebody else out there who's successful and is doing it. It's okay. Well, listen, I mean, I, I did Chelsea lately for like seven or eight years, yes. right? Every yeah. week. And I love that show. And it was really about tearing Hollywood down, yeah. right? And it yeah. was so funny and nobody did it better. But I would come on that show every week and host it when she was gone. And I'd be the one going, 
but I love Jessica Simpson. I but I like, you know, I tried to, but, and what was, it was harder to write jokes that weren't like, yeah. she's dumb, yeah. slash. But I, it was just authentically my point of view. I yeah. don't, I don't want to have any victim at the end of my joke. Right. You know? Why do you think you're like that? Nature. I'm a small town person. Yeah. I just, I, that's just kind of how, what's in me, you mm-hmm. know? Um, not that everyone from a small town is like that, but that's just sort of my nature. I don't like conflict. Um, I, I've learned to deal with conflicts yeah. and like sort of handle it. Yeah. But if I can avoid it, then I'm, I'm happy. Plus, I just think like, you know, I was I've seen what happens when people um, when people bully or are yeah. mean to people. Yeah. You know, there's something at the end of that. I've been at the end of that and I just have no interest in being the beginning of it. I think also I think a huge reason people bully and are mean is because they're angry inside. I think that there's a lot inside that they're dealing with, which is why they have to be externalizing it. Yeah, I also think it's like a group mentality. I think yeah. like there's some bad apples and then people just sort of like want to associate, yeah. you know? I've yeah. seen, I remember, or I can just, I've seen that and you kind of, I, I go to the mall and I see it happening with groups of kids, you yeah, know? I know. Uh, but I you know. don't know any better until you're older and then you realize you're better than that. Yeah. And if you're lucky, you can actually be authentic and be true to yourself and be that way because I had some experiences where, you know, when I was starting this whole medium, I'm like, I, I'm not going to talk to that way. Like when I do have a celebrity coming in or a reality person coming in, whoever, I don't really want to know about the camera and the show obviously I asked about that but I want to like tell me about you like how does this affect you and then when you talk about younger listeners I say things like what would you tell someone if they want your job in five or six years what do they need to do now well you can't get my job because my job (laughs) my job is being Ross Matthews okay and someone told me early on if you can if you can have a career just being yourself you'll always have work right so define a career being you yeah so don't come after my job because I got it (laughs) (laughs) but go do you and get your job yeah and i don't even mean that in a catty way i mean that like do what you do yeah and uh, define it Mm -hmm. you know and go get it Mm -hmm. so make it happen something about you that i read with that i thought was so interesting and i feel like i read that i'm like aha you were like a master debater like you were uh, is that something people know about you i don't know i don't want to brag but i was uh like double state champion in washington state went to nationals twice and yeah so um and it, it really nothing in my life prepared me for show business or the pressure cooker of a career than debate and uh, an interp. Well, okay. So I read, I was reading up on you because I, I, I followed you after years, but like when I, before, I really want to know. And it was something about that that I just went, aha, I get it. Mm. Because that, in order to be a master debater, you have to be smart and quick on your feet, clever, and you're all of those things. Well, you also have to be delusional to think that you're always right. <laughs> well, <laughs> which, which that's true too. Which comes in handy because, and, and by the way, I couldn't do a show like Hollywood Today Live uh-huh. if I didn't think I was right because that's yeah. all about sharing my opinion. I couldn't do a podcast like Straight Talk because it's all about what I think. You know, the shows, the gay best friend you wish you had and know you need. Yeah. So not only is my point of view what's going on in the world, but people all also call in and get advice because some people need a friend to tell, yeah. tell to them like it is and I serve it straight. Yeah. But that's how I think everyone should be. And I think that's like, it's ironically when you get, go through life, the thing that you takes the longest to learn for some people is how to authentically be themselves. Isn't that so weird? Yeah. I think you're right. I I think you're right. There was a four, I write about this. I have a book called Man Up, uh right? I'm really proud of it. No big deal. It's a bestseller, but it's a good book. I know. You wrote uh, a few, like, when did you write that? I wrote it uh, with, but by the way, Gwyneth Paltrow did the foreword. Yes, whose and birthday then, was yesterday, and I texted her. Oh, that's right. She's a Libra. Yeah. We got to go ahead with that. And then Chelsea yeah. Handler also did the after. So, like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of a big deal. It's a really good book, too. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I talk about, and Man Up, I define Man Up as celebrating what makes you unique uh, instead of hating it, right? Yeah. Because it's so easy to hate hate what makes yeah. you different. Yeah. Up. But um, I talk about, there was like a very young, there was this fork in the road, and mm-hmm. I was either, I 
remember being like, I'm not kidding you, nine years old and going like, okay, you can either hate yourself or you can just be like all in. Mm-hmm. And I was like so exhausted from hating. I just was like, yeah. I'm all in. Yeah. And from that day, I just never changed. And for me, it was just, I lucked out. And I feel like, I lucked out that I was so young, but I feel like people in their 40s or late 30s sort of find that. Yeah, and they the sooner, do. Later. The sooner you can find it and own it, mm-hmm. the um, I think the sooner amazing things happen to you, yeah. whether it's love or work or opportunity or creating. If you can just sort of get out of your own way and stop stop being confused about who you are and embrace yeah. what you are and who you are, yeah. um, you can accomplish a lot more. I mean, those are uh, the finest words because, you know, what? one of the things you'd said was that you embraced your voice. Your voice yeah. is a high-pitched voice mm-hmm. and you got out there and I remember, I, I'm just going back deep into like you're your in Ross and you were talking to Will Smith and you're like, hey! And he literally was like, t- t- jump back for a second and then he's like, can I hear that again? Yeah. And you just said, hey, it's kind of my thing. And you were just like, this is who I am. Own it. Own it and get <laughs> Guess what? He talked to me on that red carpet because I said, hey, yeah. and there were, you know, bigger outlets, more famous people there. But he heard me. He so and if I would have been timid and excuse me, Mr. Smith, Mr. Smith, <laughs> See, that doesn't even Mr. sound Smith. right. <laughs> no, it's just like would not have happened. Right. Mm-hmm. That's such a that's such a cool blessing that you learned that so early. Like, I would hope that people like who follow you and know what you're about. Get that. Because, you know, here I am about to turn a year older and I'm in this medium now that I, I, I did see coming but it's it's growing and I'm loving the growth mm-hmm. and I'm loving that the intention that I put out there I'm seeing the results of it mm-hmm. and I understand that there are times where I'm going to feel like oh is this ever going to happen or oh I'm not there yet but then in those moments it's coming through them and um, it's so great to hear somebody on your level on your statues and everything you've done has had those feelings too yeah yeah I just like it I honestly like it sounds like it was like this big thing but I'm just very simple minded yeah I really You're am like <laughs> break it if you break it down I'm very simple minded and yeah. it was either it was, there were two options yeah. there was like own it mm-hmm. or hate it and it took way more effort to hate it yeah so I to own it. it was actually the laziest option I could have chosen <laughs> <laughs> that's like, the absolute truth do you remember the first time like uh, that all of this kind of started unwinding was it really like you being an intern at Jay Leno and him being like hey Clooney wants we want you to talk to Clooney was that sort of your first taste yeah I mean it was absolutely was and it was um it was really interesting to like to to feel that that day I'll never forget really and we talked about it sort of at the beginning literally delivering mail to the people who then said come into the office later and and sent me out there and it was I I didn't feel it at first because they kind of like aired and nobody knew but as I started when I went to Salt Lake you know Mm -hmm. I talked about how I did just two premieres and then went to Salt Lake City for the Olympics that was big because Jay was on during prime time. Yeah, the Tonight Show was uh, during really tied into the Olympics, and it was working, and the ratings were great. So they just sort of used me, and it yeah. really went from. And I, my, by the way, had asked permission for my professors to go because I was still in college, living oh, in the wow. dorms. So I was doing papers. That's insane. You were in still in college, and it went from like, this is going to be crazy. Like, mom, I'm going to go to Salt Lake and do this. Weird. <laughs> to then being on NBC every night and like walking the streets and everyone just going, Ross, 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 Ross. Did and you love that or was it crazy? Loved it. It yeah. was like, where, of course. I mean, I always, even when I was like 10, I'd be like, well, I can't do that because when I'm famous one day, like uh. the picture will be there. I was so delusional. I love that. So I was though. like, oh yeah, this is good. Great. Good. And then it like, but it went like that and then it has just never changed. But that's because I think that you're so relatable. Like you were everybody's best friend 
and a weird eight cartoon gay alien at wait, the same so time. So wait, I got to talk about this. Okay, this is like I don't know that you have um, changed and transformed over the years. Like not your personality, but physically. Like you lost all this weight, and then I gained it, and then you gained it, and you lost it but again. I gained it again, and you gained it again. So there's a whole lot going. But on. I've lost it now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm uh, in the one club. I'm under two hundred. See, mm-hmm. but I just so, okay, lost fifty three so pounds. Congratulations. Since November that 17th. is not easy, everybody. No. That is a lot of hangry days and a yeah. lot of hangry nights. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I um, I have to tell you that when I, um, I when I deal with people who are losing, I had to lose thirty pounds because after my reality show, I drank myself because I was like, oh, I'm so depressed. What's going to happen next? Yeah. I just wasn't taking care of myself because I was like thrust into the spotlight, and then all of a sudden it was all taken away, and I'm like, what do I do now? And well, the first thing I did is I got fat. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really just drinking? Well, I just I ate or was it bad. Like, cheated, like the chips, I just, yeah. All of like it. I was eating like three burritos at midnight. Yeah. I was like, "What am I doing? Where's this going?" And but you know, sometimes you got like it was. It, you just got to work through some stuff. Yeah, and I didn't. I didn't see it coming. But then I decided in that moment, okay, you know what? For me, it was like I never knew I was good at this. I never knew I liked it so much. Not for the fame part, but for the for the personal reaching people this broadcasting yes interesting and even the the tv i loved it it was because everyone out of everybody out there and i'm not trying to be uh, maybe i'm bragging a little bit they liked how authentic i was and i remember thinking i don't know how to be any other way i think people expected me to be a mean bitchy pretty girl and that's not who i am because i had to go to med school man i was in bellevue hospital with my hand up somebody's bum you know checking for prostate cancer Mm -hmm. you can't Nobody gives a shit what you look like mm-hmm. in those moments. Mm-hmm. So I guess my point is when it was done, I felt like a void. Like, now what? I can't go back to what it was before. Mm. So um, I fought to get back there because I was depressed and I was sad. To get back there, do you mean 30 pounds down? 30 pounds down and happy again because mm-hmm. I lost my dad too. So it was just mm-hmm. a whole lot going on. And so my point was, one of the things I would say to myself is, I, I'm just going to have to understand that while I'm doing this, I'm going to go to bed hungry. And that's just part yeah. of life. <laughs> yeah. it's. I mean, it's yeah, that's I'm gonna honestly go to bed part hungry. of it. People always go, what's the secret? Because I listen, I've lost as much as I've yeah. gained as much as I've lost. I say I should be a weight detective because if you're looking for it, I can find it. <laughs> um, uh, but... Uh, this time I've done it so differently. For mm-hmm. me, it was just like, um, I, n- I haven't been hungry at all this time. I've been eating wow. as much protein and vegetables as I want That's and just good. walking around my neighborhood like Belle and Beauty and the Beast. Good day. Bonjour. Right? Yeah. I just say hi to everyone. I'm going to say bonjour I, to everyone. Yeah. Bonjour. But I, it probably took less time, but I never went to bed hungry. I think that that's really obviously healthy. But uh, when um, when you first did it the first time around, uh-huh. you did all diet, right? You didn't get any kind of like surgical help, right? It no, was I've never all had diet. surgical help. Right. No. I did the first time for Celebrity Fit Club, the show, yeah. which they called me to do. And I was like, no, that's so lame. And yeah. they were like, but we'll pay you this much. And I was like, like okay, yeah, okay, yeah where do I show up? Because <laughs> I was on Leno and like, I wasn't, I didn't have a contract with NBC yet. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I literally was making like no money and trying right. to pay rent. But I actually, one time, a few years into being on Leno, brought a resume into Starbucks to like work there. And the, the manager asked for my autograph. So I was like, Stop never it. mind. Never mind. Yeah, and I wadded up the, the resume. Um, so I had no money. So they offered me to do Celebrity Fit Club. And I did it with like, all of a sudden I was like kayaking against a brat. It was very, like just bizarre. I liked you on that show though, because it was like. <laughs> Thank you. I lost 40 pounds, but they didn't yeah. tell, they, they really wanted the drama. So they were like, see in two weeks and there was no guidance uh-huh. and there was nothing, you know, nothing. So I lost this weight and I put it on as soon as the show was done. Do you think, okay, let's talk about this. When you were on the show, did they teach you how to take care of yourself and eat properly? Didn't or it look it- like that? No, this is what like we it. we showed up every two weeks. They yeah. brought us to like some camp uh-huh. where like I like 
seriously tried to climb rope versus Warren G. Then they weighed me and they said, see you in two weeks. That's how it was? Uh-huh. So when I would so have this big, like... how did you lose the 40 pounds? I did not eat. Oh. Because I was so petrified that they were, because they were going to weigh me on TV in two weeks. That would be a reason not to eat. Yeah. But it's not a reason to keep healthy. it off as soon as the cameras go away. It was no. just like, give me food again. No. Yeah. But you had a dramatic weight loss at 40 one pounds. Point. Yeah. I mean, this one's more dramatic. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. This one's great. But so how did it... So you gained your weight back after that. Now, you know, a lot of people, like one of the top things people ask me is about weight and, and keeping their weight off. Yeah. Really, honestly, truly. Um, what tips, what do you what do you do that works for you? Well, You've learned a lot throughout quickly, the Quickly, I'll tell you, after that thing, I put all the weight back on and then I started with a weight loss program and, um, I, and I lost a lot of weight that time. Right. But then as soon as I stopped doing that program, it went away. So, that was a program that was like a national program. Yes. You were, yeah. Yes. Okay. So I decided this time, like I was going to do it myself. I was going to cook food. I was never going to be hungry. Uh-huh. I was never going to feel deprived because I'd always be full. Uh-huh. And I would, I wouldn't like get a trainer, but I would just walk. Mm-hmm. I felt like I could keep that up because part of the problem is getting distur- discouraged or trying to do something. You f- you could never keep up in a real life situation, right? right? With a job and everything like that. Yeah. So this time I've just sort of made my own rules and uh, and it's working. Do you know why? It's It sounds like you're incorporating it into your lifestyle. Yes. Because I still of, go to happy hour, yeah. I mean, two times a week minimum. Right. Um, but at happy <laughs> hour, I just get like, you know, get the meatballs. Mm-hmm. Don't get the chicken, fried chicken wings and the pizza and the yeah. thing, right? Absolutely. Well, <coughs> the reason it works is because when I see people doing these really strict weight loss programs, it's hard for them to live a life. You can't go to dinner with anybody because, yep. God forbid, yep. you feel so deprived that you won't even like, be around anyone who's eating or drinking. And so you basically have to do nothing but sit at home and be hungry. Which is why you give it up. Which is why you give it up. Because no one wants to live like that. I'd rather be fat. I know. And you know, I have to tell you, have you ever been around someone or been that person? Because I have been that person where I'm strict on my diet and then I finally get to go out one night and I just go crazy. Like, <laughs> uh, No. What my problem is, is that it starts like, well, I have a little of that. A little mm-hmm. of that. And that becomes the habit. And then oh. it becomes the rule. I have this one friend who's very strict. She's a weightlifter that she but if she goes to dinner, she's like, do you want to order dessert? I'm like, no, I don't need Oh, let's order dessert. And she'll eat like and lick it clean. I'm like, she doesn't get to eat like that. So mm-hmm. when she does, she goes nuts. Mm-hmm. But she's also like lifting and working out constantly. Yeah. And you mentioned walking, right? Yeah. All right. So in my opinion, I feel like when people do heavy, heavy cardio in, in the beginning, it makes them more hungry. Probably. Like, I have never wanted pizza and a steak so bad in my life than after I've done Soul Cycle. <laughs> um, just thinking about it makes me want to order like right? a double double. I know. And I remember I would go to Soul Cycle and be like, okay, so I burned all these calories so I can eat two pieces of pizza tonight. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. I'm like, well, wait, why? Because I would get really hungry and I'd be craving this stuff. And I'm like, okay, so I'm just going to walk. I walk. I walk too. And yeah. plus, you get to see the neighborhood, you meet the dogs, yeah. you do the thing. It's like cute. Yeah. It becomes a habit. And the other thing too is like when you're, um, when you're just like, the whole gym thing, like mm. I, my having a gym, um, what's it called, membership, mm-hmm. it was so much guilt because <laughs> I would never go. The only time I think about it is when my phone goes blank gym, just charges <laughs> you fifty nine nine. Do see you that still have a charge. gym membership? Yeah. That's like, the only time I think about it, though. Yeah, but, it, but you know what I mean, though? There's like all this guilt. Because I remember somebody said to me, it's like, it's too much guilt. Just give up the guilt and just find other ways to incorporate it. Because like every morning I'd wake up, I'd be like, I'm going to wake up at five in the morning to go work out. And I would never wake up at five in the morning. And you know, in New York on a, on a January morning, mm-hmm. please. Not going to happen. Yeah, not going to happen. No. Um, so I would have so much guilt. And finally, I had a trainer to say to me, just You'll kill your gym membership. Get rid of the guilt. Decrease your cortisol levels and figure out another way to go work out. What's a cortisol? Cortisol is a stress hormone. So when you're under stress. How do I get rid of it? 
um, don't be stressed. You know? Oh, so simple. Done. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. You're Thanks doing so a good job. That. You're doing a good job high, of it. I, lately, I feel high stress. Yeah. So this is what you do. Cortisol is a, a hormone in your body that it, it actually is a made in response to stress, stress okay. on your body. Yeah. Whether it's emotional, usually emotional stress. And if you find that you're getting stressed, that's why people start to get weight, gain weight. Obviously, they're stress eating, but it just naturally converts to fat. So if you find yourself being stressed yes. and we are all there. I would recommend find one moment every day where you go into a corner by yourself or go someplace quiet Mm -hmm. for five, ten minutes and just breathe. Okay. And that will help you. I'm totally going to do it today. Yeah. Because my life is good, but like, yeah. you know, I find myself, I want I want it to be good. I want that to be good. I want this yeah. to be good. I want to do that. You know what yeah. I mean? So then I start going, I so okay, so five minutes, 10 yeah. minutes. That's all you need. And it has to be every day. You can't do this thing that people do when, when the weekend comes, I'll relax. No. Because by the time the weekend comes, it's going to be like that and it'll be over. Okay, I'm going to do it. You actually do this? Yeah, I have to. Because I've got, you know, I can relate on, on, a, on a lesser level. You have so many things on your plate. And I am hoping to one day just be able to, you know, oh my God, I'm booked, booked, booked. But I'm getting to that point. Mm-hmm. And there are moments where I feel so overwhelmed with I've got to do this, that. There's a hundred things I got to do. And in that moment when I start to feel like, you know tense and panicky I just put the computer away I walk away and I just do something mindless mm. for five minutes okay and that can't be like watching Housewives or something I like, like that helps me that helps so that's okay yeah. that, if that's my meditation that's okay oh my god that helps me okay because it absolutely you'll find it like I, breathing for five minutes on your own doesn't always work with me like I need interaction and stimulation yeah. so I'll watch like Bethany go down go go flip out on Luann or okay. or like Lyrica Jane do her thing on a stage that actually helps me forget about my problems for yes. a minute yes okay yeah. good yeah. Well, I'll try both. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not the breather person. Like I, in the morning before my day starts, I do that. But I like, I like the distraction. I don't have who has time. Uh-huh. Who has time to sit and breathe before the day starts? You know, I wake up at five in the morning. I, I got to hop in the shower. I got to drive. I got to do. I got a meeting by six thirty. You know. The, this is another tip. What? When you are standing in line at the bank, when you're at a stoplight, when you're doing things that you know you're pausing and all in that moment you're like hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Just stop. Close your eyes. Even ten seconds. Okay. Try it and let me know how, how it goes. I'm totally going to do it. Yeah. Okay. So your birthday, what did you do for your birthday? It was the most extraordinary birthday ever, filled with so much gratitude. I was in Palm Springs. I got the pool redone for my birthday. It was like the uh, the surface redone. Oh. It was my gift to myself. And um, so, because I I'm hate... a believer of giving yourself a gift. Oh, yes. Yeah. And this, like, not to be particular, but like it was... um plaster and so like it was bright 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 but if like one twig or one mini leaf fell in it's all you could see down there so I pebble teched it which sort of like because I'm so neurotic you're a Virgo too you have Virgo tendencies I'm the first day of Libra I have a lot of Virgo tendencies too that controlling that's got to be like yeah it's got to be like why would you get in a pool that was right so (laughs) anyway so I was floating on the noodle we were listening to music and my best friend was there and it was like with my partner Salvador it was just like a weekend full of belly laughs and my and bingo and trivia and everything I do every weekend See, that's the best kind of birthday. Well, that's my every single weekend in Palm Springs, but but it was exactly what I like, like everything I like. But I, I think it's do. just listening to you and understanding a little bit more about you. I'm like, you have this air of absolute gratitude. Like, yes. I knew I was going to get here, and now that I'm here, I'm going to make sure I enjoy this. That's absolutely the truth. Yeah. I always say go to gratitude. Yeah. When in times of stress, when it's not exactly right, when people aren't letting me do exactly what I want or something goes away. It's always just go to gratitude because here you are. Welcome. 
Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Talking all things beauty from the skin to the soul. This is Glam Mirror with Dr. Taba Samir. So I'm going to ask you the question that you said you like to ask your you know, podcasters. Mm. What advice do you give to the younger viewers out there, people who are listening? Well, I am. I mean, uh, I think this whole podcast has been a month sage advice from you, but well, well, I, I mean, I would echo a lot of what I've said. Yeah, but like, um, if I could go back, and I've been pretty good about this, but mm-hmm. if I could go back, I would tell myself to love myself on my worst day. Yeah, at my worst moment, mm-hmm. to like love myself. Yeah, because. Because you only have yourself, you know, you only yeah. are what you are. Mm-hmm. And, and that includes not the most glorious moments. Yeah. You know, like even when I'm talking about the, my highest weight or the time I did worse on that show or yeah. the time I didn't get the laugh that I wanted, like, or the time I was cruel to somebody or something like just like love yourself on your worst day. Yeah. Because um, you're with yourself 24 yeah. seven and you, that'll be that way till you die. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And you, how you said something, and I, I love that because you know, earlier how you said um, that you were either going to embrace your, you know, uniqueness or hate it. And it was just easier to embrace it. You know, there was moments where I went through life where I was just so unhappy or depressed because of certain things that had happened. And I remember thinking to myself, I don't want to. This isn't who I am. I'm a happy person. I'm going to be a happy person. Mm-hmm. So I. But I, you have to because I've had times like that too. You yeah. Also, you do have to feel the sadness because I am a happy person. Yeah, you have who to go through Push that. some of the sadness away because yeah. I was like, no, I can't feel that. I'm a happy yeah. person. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until I felt it that I became truly yeah. happy again. I felt it, and I I didn't want to stay there. Because some people will stay in that moment, yeah. and you got to get yourself out of it. Some people get real comfortable. Yeah, they, the, the, they pull out the futon and get right comfortable and <laughs> get sadness. the bag of potato chips, yes. and they're like, "This is all about me." And it's funny because my my uh, my dad had told me this story of a patient of his. My dad was also a doctor, and this patient was he was trying to get this guy to quit smoking. And he was 80 years old, hmm. 80 years old. So my dad's like, you know, you have high blood pressure, you're overweight on top of this, you're smoking, you're da, da, all that stuff. And the guy started, this 80 year old man said, you know, doc, uh, it's because of my parents. My parents were abusive to me when I was a kid. And my father looked at him, he's like, you're 80, get over it. Get over it. Get over it. Yeah. So. Um, and did he quit? Yes, he did. But I mean, if you know you coddle somebody like that, they're going to say like that. My dad's like, you're 80. Your parents have been dead 50 years. Get over it. Yeah. Um, and so I think that, I mean, I have to tell you, and I said this off camera, the fact that you took time out to come here and to um, talk to me, it means a lot to me because I, I understand how busy you are and getting to know you and talking with you, you're just such a lovely, amazing guy. And Thank you You so deserve much. all of this. Thank you, hon. Thank you so much. Where... I'm sorry. Well, I'm just going to say I'm really happy to be here. Thank you for asking. I appreciate it. Where can people find you next? I mean, you're everywhere. Listen, I'm just grateful I got a job. But <laughs> Hollywood Today Live is so much fun. It's yeah. me and Garcelle Beauvais. Yeah, she's and, so pretty. Yes, and it's people coming in and out. But we are live every day on Hollywood Boulevard. We're live coast to coast. So like, we're that. live in New York. We are, and uh, we're on everywhere. And if you could, if uh, we're on New York City, you can find uh, HollywoodTodayLive.com. Yeah. Or you can watch us on Hulu every day as well. But we are live talking big pop culture. And we have big... Big, big stars coming in all the time. Like Maureen McCormick's coming in tomorrow who's on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Um, really relevant yeah. current people. We're talking about everything. Yeah. It's a really fun show. And then the podcast is available uh, every week, every Wednesday it comes out. Um, but on Tuesdays we record it and you can actually watch the live video stream of oh, it. Oh really? That's amazing. It's very, see, that's very fun. Great. And you can see that on straighttalkwithross.com and you can watch that whenever. Yeah. Um, and this week we have Josh, Josh Wolf, who's my friend from Chelsea Lately. I know, on. I saw that one. He's yeah. funny. He's very, very funny. Yeah. And it's very real and 
um, blue and funny. Oh, it's and a great one. Go there and, and it's on iTunes and everything. Yeah. Just go, go get it, guys. Yes. So. And there are 100 and I think 25 episodes oh, now. Oh my God, amazing. Yeah. How long have you been doing it? Yes, uh, it'll be two years in October. Wow. And I started it after my talk show and E went away. Yeah. Because I just wanted something where I could connect and like people couldn't get in my way. Yeah. And I love that about podcasting. You know, it's so funny because I love that too. When you're doing all this stuff that other people are like, you know, in charge of a little bit, you can't really always get your message out there the way you want. Mm-hmm. And with podcasting, it's all you. Well, listen, what I've learned in, in show business is that you can create something that is so precious and perfect, yeah. but you have no control with what happens to it once you let go of it. Yeah. Like, like yes. they can't tell anybody, they can re-edit it, yeah. they can keep it a secret, it may never see the light of day. So what I, which is fine, that's just the nature of the beast. That's so what I is. wanted with the podcast was a direct live communication yeah. where there was no take two, yeah. there was no in between me and what I wanted to create with the audience. I mean, I've coughed on camera. I've taken a sip of my coffee and choked. And I'm like, leave it in. That's just that's how it it's is. It's real. By the way, that's what people want to hear. And I'm the like, people that don't get that are yeah. the people who are like dinosaurs. Yeah, I don't. I just think it's funny. I had these two cute boys on my podcast last week. They're these Italian cooks. Oh my god! And I'm like going to go say hi to them, and I knock over my water, and I'm like, oh, oh my god, I'm such a cornball right now. But funny. I love that. Were it they in. single? They one was single, and he was flirting with me the whole time. It was like uncomfortable. Wait, uncomfortable? We, no, you're well, supposed to flirt back. I was, but in the beginning, I was like a little like. I mean, you know how it is at the first. Like I'm thinking, like I don't know. I was thinking that they would just come in. It would be like I don't know what I was thinking, and I'm like I'm gonna be professional. I don't want to be like a giggly schoolgirl. Like these boys were hot. Well, what do you? So, wait, so it, a hot w- chef flirts with you and you complain about it? He, no, I didn't. I was just like, yeah, you did. I did complain, right? Yeah, just now. Uh- <laughs> I guess I thought that I would be more professional, and I'm like, "Am I kidding?" <laughs> Did you get his number? He lives in London. He's been texting so... me since then. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, there goes the professionalism there. But yeah, I literally like knocked over my coffee, and I was like, "Oh, I guess I'm flirting back." I it's can't a great help wedding myself. Story. It's yeah. a great. He came on my podcast and knocked over my coffee, but <gasps> it all worked out because we're getting married. And then great. you came along. Oh, thank you so screwed much. Screwed that up, I didn't know. you? I did screw it up. Yeah, that's but why. He, but you you know, should, I should be in charge of your dating life. I, everyone else needs to be in charge of my dating life. I really suck at it. I am so, I don't know what it is. That show that I was on screwed me up for life. Like, it was a dating show hey, on TV. Hey, guess what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to quote your father. Get, Get over, over it. it. <laughs> I love this. It's awesome. Get over it. Get it's over true. it. I will. I'm getting over it. It's funny because he's been texting me every day and he's been like, Bella, da, da, da. And I'm just That's like, God, these Italians, man, they know. Why can't American men be like that? Like, American men will be like, hey. And meanwhile, sup. he's like, sup. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, Bella, da, 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 da. Like, I can hear music through his texts. <laughs> That's good. So, what are you going to text him right now? Um, are you up? No, I'm kidding. I'm going to text him. Sup? So, no. <laughs> text him. Hey. Uh, Ross Matthew said he wants to be invited to the wedding. Okay. Text him I'm that. That text won't freak him, him out at all. That won't freak him out at all. Well, if he's going to freak out, he should get freaked out now. Yeah. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for being course, here. This I'm is so amazing. Happy. Your door. I just adore you. And I wish you so much, so much more happiness. And happy birthday. Thank you so much. And by the way, you look very, very cute. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye, everybody. Bye.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.